This is Dropped Among This Crowd, a podcast that dives into the music and community of improvisational progressive rock band, Umphreys McGee. Each week will feature a rotating schedule of insightful full show recaps, interviews with fellow Umphreaks, members of Team UM, as well as other musicians who have been inspired by and or played with the band. This is your place for all the latest news and happenings within the world of Umphreys, helping keep you informed on what's been recently released or where you can catch the next show. I'm your host, Sarah Jahimiak. Thanks for joining me as we dive in. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me for this week of Dropped Among This Crowd. I hope that you were able to check out last week's episode, which featured a full recap of Umphrey's recent three-night run at the Belly Up March 5th, 6th, and 7th in Aspen, Colorado. There is a link in the show notes where you can give that a listen if you'd like. Since the band has had to reschedule their California run, Iceland, Kansas City, St. Louis, and South Bend shows, and everyone is chilling at home right now, or you better be chilling at home right now, I thought, why not reach out to a bunch of folks who are also chilling at home right now and bring you guys some really great conversations and help pass some time. This first week, I am super excited to bring you my chat with Michael Palmasano, aka Guitargate, on all social media outlets and YouTube. Or you may also know him from the Umphreys in real time reaction videos from YouTube that have been shared all over various social media posts in Umphreys groups. He recently did one for Wizard Burial Ground, and if you haven't seen it, I will link it in the show notes along with his YouTube channel and the other Umphreys-related reaction videos that he's done. We talk about him and his family, his musical background and his journey with music, why he started his YouTube channel, and what he is most excited about when he sees his first Umphrey show in Baltimore this summer on June 27th. Super fun conversation with him. You guys are no doubt going to love this one. Oh, and for something new, and why the hell not try something new, Michael was kind enough to videotape us having our conversation, so you can also watch us chat if that's your thing. Um, How you can do that is also in the show notes. I would love to know what you guys think of that, so if you watch it, please feel free to reach out to me and let me know your thoughts. A quick announcement for you guys, the upcoming Umphreys McGee Red Rocks run that was scheduled for this coming June has been officially canceled. There is no rescheduled date, so all tickets will be refunded at the point of sale I know as soon as they announced the cancellation, a lot of people were getting refunds on their cards right away. So make sure you check your bank if you had tickets for that one. Sad news, but absolutely understandable given things that are going on right now. Sending my condolences to anyone who had plans to rage that weekend. Even though we pretty much knew this was going to be happening, hearing the news is still really rough. Love you all. We'll get through this, and we will rage together again soon. Check out the Umphreys Into the Vault series on tourgigs.com if you're needing a live um show fix. There is a link in the show notes where you can find out more about that. 
Are you trying to find a place to get the word out about your shirts, pins, jewelry, interesting trinkets, band that's going on tour, or small business that's looking to connect with some like-minded folks? Dropped Among This Crowd Pod would love to help, including ad time on the show, ticket giveaways, social media plugs, product reviews, and more. Dropped Among This Crowd can help you reach and be seen by tons of fellow umfreaks, musicians, and other kind folks looking to purchase from you, work with you, and support their fellow um family. Email dropped at gmail.com if you're interested in chatting more. So here is my conversation with Michael well, Palmisano, let's start, uh, a.k.a. I guess right now, kind of actually Enjoy. introduce yourself and uh, tell everybody where you're from, your family. You mentioned you're a soon-to-be dad of four and uh, yeah. made, like yeah. your day job and stuff like that. Give, give us a little bit of background of who you are. All right. Well, uh, my name is Michael Palmisano. Um, I, uh, I run... An online teaching school, GuitarGate.com, for a living. Uh, I've been doing it, let's see, I got started in 2013. I've been doing it full-time. I've been playing the Bills since 2015. Um, I uh, have three boys. We're about to have our fourth boy tomorrow. Wow. We're scheduled, we're scheduled to go in tomorrow at 4 a.m. Oh, uh, yeah. congratulations, is, though. That's Thank you. Exciting. So this has been like the craziest time ever. Yeah, craziest um, time ever to have a kid, right? <laughs> oh my god, it's just well that and the, and you're you're dealing with the same thing. I'm sure your schools are closed up there. Yeah, you know, yep. so we're transitioning to homeschooling. You know, my wife was a special ed teacher, and so she's you know very equipped for that. And so it's been, but we've had to transition to all of that, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, kind of how I got here, kind of how the the story progressed. Um, I've been playing guitar for, you know, I don't remember not playing. Uh, I've been playing forever, played in bands, took lessons as a, as a kid. Eventually I went to, um, I went to school for it. I went to the Musicians Institute out in Hollywood, California, which for those, if your listeners are not familiar, it's kind of like, uh, kind of like a West Coast Berkeley. It's a tech school sort of. And, um, you go there, uh, not if you want to like, you know, be first chair in a symphony. You go there if you want to be like a session or touring guitar player, drummer, et cetera, et cetera. And I went there around, let's see, I graduated 2006 or so. And when you go there, uh, I'm telling you all this, like it, it'll become clear in a moment why I'm telling you all this. Um, when you go there, uh, if, you, if you work hard and you're good enough, they, have a, they used to have a direct pipeline to labels um, and so you would get auditions to Capitol Records, Epic, and blah, 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 blah. And so uh, when I first started going there, uh, everybody that was graduating when I got there was working everywhere. You know, like, like they were in the bands for all the live TV shows. It was everywhere. By the time I graduated, iTunes and YouTube came out, and basically the whole record industry was demolished while I was in school to go do that. And so the the internet literally like ruined my plans. So then I so then I came home um because I was broke and uh the deal that I had um figured out went away just like everybody's deal did. And I did what all musicians do. I started gigging and teaching. And over that 
process, I guess, of uh, seven or eight years or so, I basically decided that uh, I loved teaching, and that was probably even a better teacher than player, and I, uh, I just loved it, and so I was teaching 50, 60 students a week. I was coaching kids' rock bands. Uh, I was gigging full-time in a full-time wedding and corporate band, doing 120 dates or so a year. And then my wife and I started having kids, and uh, this was about 2012, 2013. And I saw that early, the early internet adapters, um, you know, starting making money on YouTube, like your your Marty Schwartzes and people like that. And so uh, my wife was, like I said, a, a teacher. I was a teacher. We neither of us could make any more money. We're both kind of at our ceilings, and I just made a choice right then and there to commit to teaching and commit to teaching online. You know, I wanted to be there for my kids. I wanted to be around. And I really liked being a teacher. I didn't want to hunt to be on stage anymore. I didn't want to get on the tour bus. I didn't want to be gone. And uh, that's a crucial decision to make. And then I, you know, basically lost money for a couple years. Around 2015, I figured it out. And and then, uh, like I said, I've been doing it ever since. And how this whole YouTube thing came about is, you know, I've been doing YouTube for a while, and I've never gotten traction at all. Like, I've made hundreds of videos since 2013. None of them have ever really popped. But my business was fine because I taught myself marketing and blah, 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 and how to run ads and all that non, non you know, sexy stuff. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and that was fine. But then I got really burnt out making videos. And, uh, you know, free videos for YouTube. I felt like I wasn't doing anything. And I had been... I realized this past spring that I had been spending the past five, six years of my life like trying to build this business and, and whatever, and it, and it worked and it became successful, but I hadn't been working on trying to be a better guitar player in a really long time. And so I like took six months off guitar, and I picked it up again like this fall. And this fall, when I picked it up, I said, you know what? I'm just going to learn what I want to learn. I want to get better at something, and I'm just going to put the camera on, and I'm going to document myself just putting something on YouTube, learning it on the fly, telling people what I think about it, and literally like document my process of, like, I'm into this music, and I'm going to get better. I had just started getting into the whole jam band scene. Like, I knew about these bands, but I had never learned it. It just kind of found me. Um, and one video turned into another and turned into another. And then eventually, the jam band community through some dead videos and fish videos, etc., it just kind of took off. And uh, so now I've done like 50 of these videos. And it's, um, it's like a whole new thing. And it's, it, 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 just, it just happened. It just happened totally organically. Like I still run my business. My main job is teach, you know, I work with my students every day online on the website and that's what I spend the vast majority of my day doing. But these doing these videos that are fan um, requests has been really, really cool because this is this whole genre is totally new to me. Um, and so this is this like you're literally watching me figure it out and like it's it's genuine because like I really 
Like, I don't get everything right all the time, you know? And it's clear. But I, I really, really enjoy it. And I've been really surprised about how um, supportive the fan bases have been. It's just been unbelievable, frankly. Mm-hmm. It's totally unexpected. Because like I said, I've been doing this like seven years. And it's just out of nowhere, you know, I hit a wall, was burnt out, decided to do things totally differently and explore a new kind of music and just put the camera on. And then the people found me. And it's just, I feel like I'm on this ride now. Mm-hmm. You are. You are. Yeah. <laughs> the bus I mean, came by and you got on. That's, yeah, that's if that all makes sense happened. to you. I know that's a long-winded way of explaining myself. No, but... and I love that kind of stuff. I'm so glad you shared that because I love that kind of stuff. It's I have, I have so many people that have told me stories, and I have my my own story, my journey to Umphreys. Um, yeah. We all have stories that are similar to that, so that's very cool to to hear your story. Yeah, I mean, it's just like it's like it's. I always wanted to be you know, like the best guitar player in the world, went to school for it, internet ruined my plans, came home, had to teach because, you know, I had to make money, fell in love with teaching, committed to the internet, and then eventually, after a long period of time, I just started learning this new genre, and then now there's this new giant fan base that has never happened before, mm-hmm. and I'm just pumped. I'm just, I'm really pumped because, like, when I, when I put the camera on and I'm learning these songs... Like, I have not heard them before. Like, I don't know a lot of these bands. And it's, like, totally not intuitive. It's foreign to me. And it's, I feel like, uh, you know, when you've been playing for your whole life, it's, it's, it seems odd to find something totally new. Mm-hmm. But, like, it, it seem, it seem, you think you found everything. You know, you think that you've whatever. But there's this whole world of, of music and incredibly rabid people who support it. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I just didn't know this world existed. It's just fascinating to me. I'm, I'm, I'm privileged to be a part of it. Yeah. Well, I, I feel the same way. I, I'm privileged to be a part of it, and the community is, is, is so amazing. You know, these, there's people that are like my sisters and brothers now at this yeah, point. Yeah, I bet. It's, it's just an awesome, awesome thing to be a part of. So, how long did it take for Umphreys to pop into your, your inbox? How long did it take for someone to send you something? Well, or so mention them. It happened fast. It happened. Okay, so the, there was the, there's a progression here. So when I, it's important to state the progression because it it'll make sense because you're you know you do this you'll get it. Um, so the first one I did was a Dead and Company video because my wife and I went to see Dead and Company this July and this was after I had stopped playing guitar for a while and uh some friends asked us to go to this show and she's a mayor fan and uh so i was like okay we'll go and we had like this this great time and like i came home and for the first time i was like i felt like picking up the guitar and i was like i can't get a couple of these things out of my head so the first one i did was a dead and company video it didn't get much traction because i didn't have anything except my old audience then i hadn't really been found right and so then i was taking requests from but everybody was encouraging me to do this style video. So then I was taking requests from friends. You know, I did like a Zappa thing. I did whatever. And so, but it was still kind of like crickets. And then I did the Grateful Dead one where, I, where it was the live in Winterland, the um, uh, Morning Dew. Mm-hmm. And that, that popped. That was the one. That was the video that like, that like you know, 
it just started swarming. And in that video, there were in the comments, which I think there were like a thousand, and I, I was used to having like a hundred comments would be like amazing for a video, you know? Mm-hmm. And so in that video, there were a few Umphrey's comments, but they were, they were far, they were, the Grateful Dead people were like just, they were clamoring, right? They were just insatiable. Mm-hmm. And then the fish people came, mm-hmm. and they were far more insatiable. Mm-hmm. You know, they're still by far the most insatiable. They are, mm-hmm. they are, they are literally relentless. They um, are. <laughs> I don't think they listen to other things. <laughs> and, and so in all of those threads, there was a constant undercurrent of Umphreys, you know? But it was like if I had a hundred fish requests or whatever, there might be ten Umphreys. And so I'm getting this is onslaught in my email box, in my Instagram or whatever. Eventually, after I think I did maybe ten more videos, I did the first Umphreys at uh, the one I did Puppet String at Red mm-hmm. Rocks. And when I posted that, I mean, one, I was I was Let's put it this way. Um, they're not in that same vein. Uh, they Maybe people put them in that category, mm-hmm. but it was much more like I was watching a prog rock jam band. It's like, like I've said it before in videos, like 10 different bands in one. It was, mm-hmm. it was another completely new universe just in itself. And then when that video popped, then... Oh, then a whole nother onslaught started, you know, mm-hmm. and and then that brought about the second video, and now we're talking, and I just filmed kind of a third video, and I'm going to do more. So it's it's this is a totally naturally organic thing that's happening, mm-hmm. you know. Like I'm trying to manage all the incoming from all these different people that want whatever, and the, like I have people. Especially the fish fans, I can't, I can't stress this enough. They're just like shooting me money, like on PayPal, uh, with requests. But like before I even agree to it, they're just like, they're, 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 like a dude shot me a fifty the other day on PayPal and just said, "Do the divided sky video," and just he, he didn't know if I was even going to read it. He just, he just threw it out in the ether, you know. And they're just, it, it's, it's, it, this is so crazy to me. Yeah. Um. And so I have a very long list of all these different bands, and I'm trying to keep it. I'm trying to keep it uh, uh, diverse and 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 not leave anybody out. But Umphreys is one of those where it hit. I really, really enjoyed it, and so it's going to be in the regular rotation because I want to like like the two videos I did. They couldn't be more different. And mm-hmm. I know that all the other ones are going to be just as just as different, and they are by far um, the most precise, tight band that I've reviewed to date. You know, mm-hmm. and so and so, like they are at the highest level, um, like they are precise, precise, precise. And so, um, I'm excited to do more of them because. I have to really work my butt off and get better to be able to learn some of this stuff. And that's like mm-hmm. where I am in this, in this journey. Like it's not all mm-hmm. about what people want me to do. It's like, 
I, I, you know, I'm going down this rabbit hole to get better myself. And they're like, every time, you know, you see that, you know, the Jake blast or whatever, and I try to figure it out. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just like well, I got to go back to the freaking woodshed because it's just, it's just, it's just so, it's just so much work needs to be done. But that's mm-hmm. the fun part. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, it's the same when I'm trying to review it and talk about it and dissect yeah. the, the jam. I Sometimes bet. I listen to it and I'm like, how, how am I even supposed to do this? Like, it's just next level. Um, so let's yeah. take it like way, way, way back. What sure. kind of music were you into when you were growing up? So I was a metalhead as a child. Okay. I was, I was, um, you know, I, I started playing when I was very young, like when I was five or six, picked it up and put it down a few times before it stuck. It stuck probably when I was 14. Um, and, you know, I was one of those 90s kids who, um, you know, was was into the aggression, the angst-ridden, you know, I was a Nirvana kid, I was a, I was a Metallica kid, you know, I was definitely um one of those types so like guitar playing for me was you know my my energy outlet you know it was pri- and so i primarily listened to uh heavy rhythm based um you know types of music i i was not i was not uh I mean that 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 that's just what I was into. Yeah. So so I I I played heavy music pretty much predominantly all through middle school, high school and until I kind of like went to college. And what happened in college? <laughs> A total 180. Um <laughs> uh <clears throat> I'm not exactly sure how it happened. But I got bit by the bluegrass bug. Uh Interesting. And yeah, it it was a very strange uh, set of circumstances. I don't know how it happened, but I met some people out there. Like I said, I I went to California and, you know, no one's really from California. They're all in California to do what they think they couldn't do wherever they came from. And And so you meet all kinds of wild people and they're all like the best players that were ever from wherever they came from. And I met this one guy, and he's like one of my best friends still today, and he was just heavy into this stuff. And I realized that a lot of those licks, like the physicality of it, um, translated. A lot of those, you know, country runs are the same as those, you know, metal runs. Um, It's Mm -hmm. just a different sound. It's a different approach, but um, it translated. So, like, the, the, the muscle memory and the finger stuff that I had been used to, I could play that stuff. So I went in a deep bluegrass kind of thing um, for many, many years uh, until like I was mid-20s, something like that. And then that kind of morphed into, um, that kind of morphed into, uh, you know, like straight ahead country. I got real into chicken picking and I um, have been really doing that kind of ever since then um and so i've been predominantly a country player for the past 10 years interesting yeah and so like i said when i hear and if you if i don't know i'm, I'm i don't know if you play but i'm sure I a lot of you li- 
Yeah. Okay, well, I'm sure a lot of your listeners do. But one thing you don't see um, in uh, in a lot of this, if you just want broad strokes the jam band genre, mm-hmm. is you don't see a lot of hybrid picking. People who pick, people who pick with their pick and their fingers, right? So kind of like a banjo thing. But that that is a Nashville country thing. So I do that exclusively for the most part, and so um, I'm approaching a lot of this stuff as a country player, but with, but with a metal background. And so that's why, like, when I saw uh, Jake in particular, mm-hmm. like, do some of those, like, just straight out of Pantera leads, I was totally like, oh, my God, this is, this, this is amazing because, because no one does that. No one does it well. Certainly no one does it these days in, in that type of context. And so mm-hmm. that... that that was that was very cool for me to see, and it's made me. Now I've been doing my daily metronome work to get up to speed again because I used to be able to play that fast, and I can't anymore. So, but it, it makes me want to. But yeah, that that's kind of my progression. I grew up a metalhead, and then I got real into bluegrass. That turned into straight ahead country, and uh, that's been kind of my thing ever since then. But I will also note that for ten years or so, I played in a full time like wedding corporate band uh in the mid-atlantic area so i had to and we did like 100 plus dates a year so i had to you know my main gig you know every friday saturday and most sundays i had to play all the best you know hit songs yeah. from every era for so i'm i'm very yeah. well versed in a bunch of genres but it's it's interesting like your bands like like umphreys or even like your classic bands like like the dead None of those fell into like any of my categories for like, you know, I'm 36 for like the entirety of my life. Like I had known about these bands. I had like no heard their names. Like I've known of them, but like, this is like brand spanking new to me. Mm-hmm. Which is even, which makes it even cooler to find something yeah. so fresh. So name your top five favorite guitarists of all time. Um, Doc Watson is my favorite guitar player of all time. Okay. Do you know Do you know who Doc is? I do not know. Doc, he's dead now, but he was a um, he was a blind Appalachian uh, guitar player, um, and uh, he he's he's just you know for the old country tunes, uh, he's the man. Uh, he's the man. Uh, for electric stuff, it is. Um, you know, like like how I grew up, it was Stevie Ray Vaughan, Jimi Hendrix, Eddie Van Halen, that type of stuff. Um, and you know, my favorite musician of all time is actually a fiddle player. It's Vassar Clements, who uh, who played in uh, amongst many other bands, old and in the way, was a bluegrass. Um, I guess you'd call it like a powerhouse. You know, um, including of all people, Jerry Garcia playing banjo. Uh, and that was one of my favorite records of all time. And uh, so when I play, I try to constantly go back and forth between that uh, guitar-centric shreddiness of, of my youth and then that vocal line sensibility that I got from Doc Watson and like Vassar Clemens of that, that bluegrass vocal single line style. That's kind of like what I think about when I am improvising. Nice. 
So what what kind of uh, guitars <laughs> do you play? Like, what is your your go to? A lot of people are asking me about your equipment. So talk oh, about yeah? what you play. Oh my gosh! So, so they're going to be very disappointed in me because I I put basically no weight into gear. Um, uh, I um, I am one of those creatures of habit. So I have only had three basic guitars my whole life, um, and I don't know if you're going to post the video here, but one of them, like my one I've had back there, that is a that is a PV Wolfgang. That uh, that was my metal guitar all through my childhood, uh, adolescence, I should say. And that's got um, the bird's eye maple neck. It's got the Floyd Rose for the dive bombs. And that's got more mileage on it than anything here. Then my favorite guitar, when I got into the country thing, it's a bizarre guitar, is a 1982 Fender Bullet that is totally beat up. It's had the neck broken off, the truss rods popping out the back. It's it's it, it frets terribly. It's all over the place, but I love it. I got it for like three hundred bucks, and it's one of those things I couldn't put down. I, I tell everyone like, when you're buying a guitar, you know, like you have your budget. That's that's not really fungible, but like don't don't look at the brand, don't look at the make, don't look at the model. Just buy the thing that you can't put down because if you keep it in your hands, you're gonna mm -hmm. get better. It doesn't matter what the hell it is. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so many people are looking for the silver bullet. Like, what's the what's the gear? And it's just, <clears throat> it's in your hands. It's not the gear. Mm -hmm. Then, yeah. Um, but then for the past five or six years, I've been playing exclusively Paul Reed Smith guitars. And that has been a, another totally organic thing that just happened. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Paul Reed Smith guitars is the third largest electric guitar maker uh, behind Gibson and Fender. And they're based here in Maryland. And when I first started teaching online, um, I, it just kind of occurred to me that, um, you know, guitars should come with a way to learn them. Like if people are, like these, these manufacturers are selling things that people need to learn. So I just straight up went up, went to PRS and just said, um, you know, hey, Paul, uh, Guitar should come with the way to learn them. And I had never had a PRS before because they cost a fortune, right? But I've always known that they were, like, one of the greatest guitars, and I've always wanted to play one, but I've never had, like, $8,000 to buy a guitar, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And But I say all that to say that um, eventually, because I didn't really take no for an answer, and, um, you know, they let me form this limited you know like little partnership i guess in 2014 or so and they gave me my first prs guitar now what is it six years later or something um i'm their primary education partner um for online lessons and so they basically give me whatever and it and so all of their guitars are in all my videos not not like it's an exclusive deal but um i just I, I love their guitars. And so I have a 594 is my favorite. It's back there. It's a um and then I have the Silver Sky, which is the which is the strat um type thing that John Mayer made. And then a hollow body, but I'm in a constant rotation of stuff from them. Um and uh their stuff stays in tune the best and it just it all sounds great and and PRS just they support they support me as a teacher, which is just 
freaking amazing. And that's so very cool. I just love that company. And, uh, and, and that's why I play PRS because I love them and they love me and, and, and they make great guitars. And, you know, I've kind of made my position clear. Like I, I don't really think gear is that important anyway. So if you find one or two guitars that, that you love and you can't put down and doesn't matter what it is, just play that one. And so, yeah, I've only played like three guitars for 25 years. I'm just, that's my deal. That's cool. That's very cool. Has anybody uh, reached out to you about a Jake Blade yet? So, uh, no. I have, a, But I have a friend of mine here that uh, has a Jake Blade on his guitar, and he loves it, swears by it. Um, and so when this band gets lifted, uh, I'm going to bring him over. We're going to do a video together, and he's going to let me play it because now I'm itching, to, I'm itching to try it. Yeah, yeah, I've never seen one of those before. I'm, I'm very used to having the bar but not the blade. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think. And I, think I noticed that everybody in the band has that. The other guitar player has it on his too. It's like a yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's it's really cool. Do you know the story of it? Like I would how, love to know the story created. of it. Okay, so Jake, um, when he's playing, the whammy bar was in his way. Like he just felt like he was always like kind of hitting it out of the way and it was yeah. just not working for his flow. So his dad, who is a motorcycle enthusiast. Um, his friend, they got together and made this thing and it's actually crafted from the exhaust, you know, the part of the motorcycle is, is really? what the original was made out of. Yeah. And it's this whole like cool thing. And that so they wild. like basically in invented this thing so that he was able to, you know, play the way that he wanted to play and not have the whammy bar be in the way. So that is wild. Yeah. Necessity I, I, is the mother of invention, I guess, right? <laughs> oh, dude, that's how everything gets going. Yeah, that's yeah. so cool. Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to play one. Like I said, when this whole thing gets lifted, my buddy's yeah. gonna come over and bring it over and I'm when... I'm I'm pumped. So what would you say is your like your favorite band of all time? Uh, I mean that's impossible to pick. Um but um Oh man, I actually did a I actually did a video of like my ten Desert Island albums. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. Um, I don't know. You know, my my favorite band of all time. I mean, it's so like from my early metal years, like like just Black Sabbath reunion. Like I just I love those heavy so I love those heavy uh, those heavy albums. Um, I was a Pink Floyd kid. Dark Side of the Moon was amazing. Have you um, seen any of the Umphreys covers yet? Have you started to dig into any of that? I haven't. I've seen the thumbnails on... So I'm in this weird zone right now where it's like I see these thumbnails on YouTube and I'm like, oh my God, I want to stop everything and watch it. But now I'm like, well, maybe I should have the camera on. But I'm doing this. I have this plan. <laughs> I can't I can't make that video right now. So I'm aware of all these things, but I'm, I'm trying to keep all these reactions like totally ice cold so yeah mm -hmm. i know that they're out there but i'm saving them for for, for everybody to watch okay. um because because like i'm getting all these requests it's such a weird thing it's i know it's odd it's um, it's not odd i i will i'll tell you my whole story when we're not giving it all okay. to the listeners because they've heard it plenty of times and you know it's it's not crazy okay all right all right um but yeah, my you know, uh, what are some other albums I really love? Like I said, the Olden and the Way Breakdown, uh, and there's some there's some uh, ones you might not guess. 
Etta James at last, amazing. Mm-hmm. Amy Winehouse, mm-hmm. that's like the best album of of my generation that I can think of. You know, like okay. like as far as like totally new, like just out of nowhere, poignant. Like I could listen to that album on repeat, like back to back for days. Um, you know, most of most of my very favorite, like Van Morrison Moon Dance, like most of my very favorite albums. Um, are not really guitar centric. The most guitar centric one is probably Hendrix Band of Gypsies. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because that's Hendrix Band of Gypsies. Yeah. Um, and, but um, you know, most of the stuff that I really connect with, like my very favorite stuff, um, is the songs, is the stories, mm-hmm. you know, is the lyrics. Like I, I am always the stuff that crushes me the most are the slow ballads. Simple melodies, incredibly strong stories. You know what I mean? Like that's mm-hmm. that's what I learned from country music. That's what I learned from bluegrass. That's the stuff that the heavy music. Um, you know, I didn't get from that. I got I got all the, you know, the the the, the energy from that. But this but what what gets me going more than anything, like super slow, like six eight like bluegrass gospel stuff like three chords and the truth like just incredibly great singing perfect harmonies mm-hmm. uh that's that's my favorite stuff like just really really good songs stories about real people that i can understand with great singing great melodies that's that's my favorite stuff not super complicated not super like totally the opposite i'm on the mm-hmm. hunt for the inside mm-hmm that the the emotion and that is what I like about Umphreys is you get that with Brendan Bayless's lyrics. Yes, I picked up on that. Yeah, yeah. One of so the, you, one of my. Go ahead. I was gonna say one of my one of my one of my biggest um, issues with a lot of these bands that I've been covering. Uh, outside of the Grateful Dead, like, but in this genre, if you want to put them in this genre, mm-hmm. is 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 a lack of actual songs, of actual stories, of actual good singing, mm-hmm. um, and that was like, there's so many things about Umphreys that stand out, but like whenever it's each person's turn, I I I feel like oh my god, like I didn't I didn't know that before, like I didn't know that. This guy was such a great singer and an equally good guitar player. Like I didn't like. There's mm-hmm. so many of those things, and I'm excited. I'm excited to dig deep, but like I said, I'm like purposefully limiting myself. <laughs> it's just odd. Because it's very easy to fall just headfirst down the yes, rabbit hole. <laughs> totally, totally. So and, and I'm already and I'm already falling down a few rabbit holes, you know. And one can only be down so many rabbit holes. <laughs> So you mentioned to me, we were talking in email and whatever before, that you are going to be at the Baltimore show uh, the end if of June. If, if it happens, I'm hoping, because I'm going to see them like the day before or something. So please let this happen. I um, know, right? Yeah. So what are you most excited about getting a full Umphrey show? Have you watched a full Umphrey show on YouTube yet? No, like I said, I've been purposefully limiting myself. This is deliberate. Like okay. I, 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 I'm, I'm practicing incredible restraint, and a lot of it has to do with this quarantine thing because 
the kids are home. I only have limited hours to like be in my studio. Yeah. I have to create, but I also have to practice. I have to respond to emails. And so like I'm purposefully not listening to new stuff when the camera's not on. It's like a weird part of my life, but I'm kind of digging it. Yeah. And so and so I intend to go to that show totally ice cold. Like not not doing any like I want I want to just be hit with it. Whatever happens, I just want to be hit in the face with it. Like that's nice. that's what I want. I want I want tickets close to the front. I want to hit I want to get some stage sound so I can hear the guitar amps, you know. And yeah, headphones just, and snow cones. Did anybody mention that to you yet? No, no. Okay. What is headphones and snow cones is a program that Umphrey started, and what it is is headphones, very similar to what you're wearing right now, and they'll okay. give you this pack, and you clip it on you, and and you get, and you get, you get it's from the sound? soundboard. It's from the no. soundboard. I swear to no. God, I've done it. We've done it a couple times, um, because I I'm I want to be you know in it. And we did it when I was pregnant with my son, who was named Brendan. We named him after Brendan Bayless. Um, He met Brendan, too, when he was six months old. I have a picture of the two of them. It's so Very cool. It's awesome. But we we got him, and I, like, had him in my stomach and stuff. And go on their website and see if they have them available for that show, because they definitely sell out. They don't have, like, a ton. Oh, so yeah, I was you will say. get you will get the headphones and then you're right in the board and you're just you could be right in the zone. Do other bands do that? I've never heard of this. No, no, they don't. And the cool like, like the range is really cool inside. And the one time I used it, like I was in the bathroom peeing and I have my headphones on and I'm just like using the bathroom and just listening to the music. And that's crazy. Yeah, it's it's a very 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 cool thing, and they only wonder... but they only have a few each show. You know, they only have like ten or uh, something. But oh, ten. Wow. Yeah, like and they don't have like... a ton, so you have to make sure. Like, so definitely, like, go well, on their website after, and if they offer it for the show, like, just I think do it's it. only like forty bucks too. Like, it's oh, really yeah, no, no, not that's... bad unless you no, destroy that's... it. But <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I won't destroy it. But no, I mean that's. That's very yeah, cool. Check I wish that more out. Bands it's did a that. very cool experience to, to just be in there. And I, I bet it's a logistical nightmare for the sound people and rounding all those up. But but like that, what a cool thing to to offer. Yeah. Yeah. That's. But yeah. No. I mean, I am. I. Uh, I in general, I, I I like as a personality type, not knowing what is going to happen and what I'm going to get. Like one of my, for example, one of my favorite things to do when my wife and I go out to eat is we just, we don't even look at the menu. Just bring us what you think we should have. You know what I mean? I love that. So when I go to see a band that I've never seen before, I do not pre-listen. I don't check out what the previous set lists were or like I no preconceived notions. I just go and I just want to be hit in the face. That's cool. Well, that's exactly what's gonna happen to you when you go yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, but like, like, like I'm like I'm I, I I mean this because I'm I'm doing this purposefully. Like whether it's whether it's this band or any of the other bands, hopefully that I would like to see this summer if anybody tours. But I'm I'm purposefully limiting myself to like only listen to new stuff on camera, uh, with the exceptions of like a few things that if I'm learning a specific lead and I just can't get it out of my head and I have to learn that lead, 
So otherwise, I'm going to be going to shows like, like I, I want to not just the not just the the stage and the music, but the scene and the people. Like this is like total. This is all of this is new, mm-hmm. and so I want it to be like. I want the full immersion. I want to be dropped in the ice. Like I want. I, that's you what want I to want. be dropped among this crowd. That's what that's, you want. That's exactly. There you go. <laughs> exactly. See there you and go. You got a plug in there. That's exactly what it's gonna be because I will tell you we are all super excited to meet you in person. Like that's cool. All of it's the so fan cool. like Facebook groups and everything. Like everybody is super excited to see you at a show so you will definitely be part of the family right away i i I can't tell you what that means to me i had i had someone in my last umphreys video say like if you can unite a youtube comment section you know like it's just unbelievable like because like they're like because a lot of these things that i'm learning i'm not getting them right you know what i mean like i'm literally Mm -hmm. like guessing but then i get some of it but then i keep moving forward so it's not like a four-hour video um but like no one seems to care. Like everybody mm-hmm. is everybody's incredibly positive. Like there's basically no negative comments, and that's so unbelievable mm-hmm. to me. It's mm-hmm. so the support is the most unbelievable part of all of this. Absolutely, one hundred percent. I've said that so much, so many times on my show, and I just said this the other day to my friend. It's the support and the response and the love that I've just gotten just with my show, but then also, you know, personally, it's been absolutely amazing. These are people that, you know, the shit hit the fan in the world. And these were the people that I was reaching out to, to make sure that, you know, their family was okay. And, you know, stuff like that. It's, it's, we are family. Like that's how we all perceive ourselves within this community. And it's beautiful. I'm learning that. And that, that that concept that that is is kind of a new concept in general for me you know what i mean like cuz i think we all you know we know that millions of people like the kind of music that we we like etc cetera, etc cetera, but it's kind of a personal thing you know what i mean where this mm-hmm. whole this whole idea of people counting shows of people going on tour together and it's mm-hmm. like this, and like or we're now we're on this couch tour and you having the podcast, like this whole idea of, mm-hmm. of this deeper connection through the music that's real mm-hmm. and it's every day is mind blowing to me. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it's great. I, I, what I really feel like is like, I was like, how did I not know this existed for all the other years of my life? You know? Yeah. And, and what else do I not know about? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> right? yeah. You're like, what else is out there? That's I mean, it's just so it's 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 so wild. Like people are people are sending me emails of like, dude, I got your tickets, you can ride in my bus, you can stay mm-hmm. at my house. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like and they're like, Give me your address, I'll send you I'll send you some shirts and stuff and I'm just like, Okay, like I gotta have some boundaries here, but are these people for real? Like are they Yeah, for they real? are for real. They are for I real. I know that. I I get that vibe. <laughs> It is for real. I have friends all over the country that wherever my husband and I go to shows, like we have a place to stay. We recently um, went to Louisville and then Indiana to like do a run of shows. And we took my youngest with us. My youngest has been to 15 on free shows. 
17 from free shows. And, and how old he, How old are they? He, My youngest is five. <laughs> so, yeah. I love it. I'm being a bad parent. I need to bring my kids to shows. Maybe I'll bring him, I'll bring one to Baltimore. Yeah, do it. It's, it's great. Like bringing, bring them is a lot of fun. And I've had people like my friend that lives in Louisville, she had like place set up for my husband and like a little bed set up for my kid and was just Dude. like, you know, come on in and, you know, make yourselves at home. And I mean, it's, you don't have that any, anywhere else. You know? No, and and the fact that it's all stemming from a mm-hmm. musical place, that there's mm-hmm. something about the music that attracts similar kinds of people that you can trust and that you can you can tell your values are similarly is just a wild concept. And that's I think the biggest reason why I decided to start this show is showing our differences. Because I've had so many different people of age groups and ethnicities yeah. and orientations and different jobs and moms yeah. and all you know all these different people, but yet we're we're all in this family together, and it's it's beautiful to see all the different people and you know it's it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I love it. You know, I've only dipped a pinky toe in, but I can tell that it's genuine, you know, mm-hmm. and it's genuinely appreciated by me. Um, you know, like I said, this kind of all started for me for being burnt out, you know, and burnt out on guitar, you know, and burnt out on the internet thing. And, it, and to be kind of welcomed by this, you know, warm, you know, embracement um, is exactly what I needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, on on a personal level, and mm-hmm. so and so, I think that I think that um, it is genuine because it's genuine for me. This feels real and organic, and it's just it's just it's just bizarre. It's just it's unexpected. <laughs> it's 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 it, no. I couldn't have I couldn't have foresaw this. You know what a it, what a strange course of events. And like you said, everybody's got a story like this, and it's mm-hmm. all whatever whatever. But it seems to be real for everyone, and everyone yeah. seems to have that story. Everyone seems to remember that moment. You know, it's just it's wild. It's just yeah. freaking wild. It is wild, and it's really cool to be a part of it. <laughs> yeah, I totally concur. Totally. And we're super stoked to have you as part of the family now. <laughs> well, thank you. I I love it. I love it. So yeah, I'm I'm hopefully going to Baltimore. If if that doesn't happen, if things get uh, Push and I'm I'm just gonna go try to do that one um, in New York. But if if neither of those happen, if things start rolling again in the fall, I'll definitely be at the first one that's um, in close driving distance. That's for sure. Awesome, awesome. Well, this has been wonderful. Before we finally wrap it all up, uh, let all the listeners know where they can follow you on social media, uh, where they can find your YouTube page, all of that stuff, where everybody can find you. Yeah. So. Um, my handle on everything is GuitarGate, G-U-I-T-A-R-G-A-T-E. That's the name of my website. That's like the mothership. That's where I have all my courses. That's that's where I spend 80% of my day. Um, but then YouTube, all the videos are on YouTube. Search GuitarGate, Instagram, GuitarGate. Uh, my Instagram is a little different. The Instagram, I'm kind of like documenting my personal journey so you get to i do an instagram live every morning after i work out where i do like 
guitar exercises and you get to see my you know dedication to like getting better so it's not like it's not like produced videos or all my courses it's like my you get to see me uh working on me you know and so i do that in the in the with the goal of if if other people see me trying to get better maybe they'll pick up the thing and do the same as well um but everything is guitar gate um i'm also on facebook although i really am not on facebook that much anymore um for a whole host of reasons <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um i'm in a, i'm in a few groups and you know i share some kid pictures but besides that you know i kind of run for the hills and you know try to avoid the negativity mm-hmm. but um yeah my my whole thing is you know my website guitargate.com you can watch my videos on youtube uh search guitargate and then uh you know, on Instagram, you can kind of watch my my daily personal, you know, guitar workout kind of journey, and that's Guitargate as well. Awesome. Very awesome. Well, this was awesome. <laughs> thank you yes, so Sarah, much for you your so time. Much. Yeah, I really appreciate you having me on. I hope we get to meet in person at a show. And um, I yeah. saw the Baltimore show was on the weekend, so I'm like, well, Baltimore's only eight hours away. We could definitely make it happen. <laughs> Well, I can tell you this much, um, you know, I, I know Southwest has like everything for 49 bucks uh, right now because like the airlines are just struggling big time. And so I was talking to my wife, I was like, maybe we should just book some stuff. And if we don't go, they have free cancellation. So let, let's just book some stuff. Yeah. Um, because li- literally everything's 50 bucks right now. Yeah, and as soon as everything starts going, it's going to go up to quadruple the price. So Yeah, I- exactly. Because everybody's so, um, gonna want to move, <laughs> leave. That's, yeah, right, exactly. For sure. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I love this. Thank you so much, and for all Thank your listeners, you. you know, I really appreciate you guys watching my videos and being so supportive, and, and uh, I can't wait to meet some of you in person. Yeah. Thank you so much. This is really, really great. All right. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. And congratulations again on the birth of your son. That's gonna be super exciting. Oh, it's just, it's just the loony bin, but it's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just add some more chaos into there during the quarantine. Why not? <laughs> I, I, I mean, why not? You know, it's just, it's just the quarantine. It's the coronavirus. No one's in school. You know, we're trying Let's to just make throw videos. a newborn in there. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Because, you know, we don't need it quiet to film or anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, nice to meet you. Have a great day. Yes. Thanks again for you having too. me. <laughs> Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. So that's it for this week of the show. I wanted to say thank you again to Michael for being on and chatting with me. It was a lot of fun learning more about him and talking Umphreys with someone who is just falling in love with the band. A link to Michael's YouTube channel and the Umphreys-related reaction videos he's done can also be found in the show notes, as well as where you can follow him on social media. I'll be back next week with another conversation for you guys, so make sure you tune in for that. Thank you so much for listening. Take care of yourselves. Stay home and wash your damn hands. I'll see you around these parts next week. Mad love.